When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Go! Let's look at the show. Happy Monday, everybody. It is a bright new week on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. 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 Cheerio. Um, we are going to head across the pond because we have to check in with a little prince we call Prince Nasty. A little prince we like to call Prince Nasty. That's nasty. Um, okay, so... Oh, I meant to... Sorry. I meant to play this. Oh, thank you. I can see how you got the two confused. Well... Hello, everyone. Welcome live from Westminster Abbey. I'm Bradley Trainer, filling in for... No one. Um, world exclusive... Prince Nasty's alibi has fallen apart. Okay, so... Why does this not surprise me even a little bit? So I don't want to get your hopes up too much, but I do want to say that the Daily Mail is doing a wonderful thing by essentially putting all of our Prince Nasty stories in one place, Mm. doing a a big old retrospective expose um, think piece. Like, they've just put all the things together, and um, it tells a tale... And reveal some things we haven't really talked about that I thought was worth delving into because you know here on the Colina Bradley show we like to go deep in the shallow, uh, especially Check out the podcast anywhere you can get podcasts. Yeah, we'll Smash be dropping a new episode on Wednesday. Yes. Um, we've been following the story of Prince Andrew, who's alleged to have had sex with an underage teenager by the name of Virginia Roberts. It's a long story. We don't need to relitigate it all here. But essentially, that's the claim all along. And he has stonewalled prosecutors in the United States by refusing to uh, meet with them. And um, that is no small thing, mostly because of Jeffrey Epstein, who is no longer with us uh, because they were besties. But also, um, Virginia, or excuse me, Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand woman, is currently in jail for crimes associated with those alleged by Virginia Roberts. So so Prince Andrew's kind of just been like lurking in the shadows trying to avoid um, news coverage and attention. Um, Which is interesting because he's a person who loves attention. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All the wrong kinds of attention. But uh, the Daily Mail put together this world exclusive, which does sort of blow some holes in his whole Pizza Express excuse. Now, if I say to you, Mm -hmm. 
Prince Andrew's sex slave alibi falls apart as explosive dossier blows a hole in his Pizza Express excuse. Ooh, there's a lot happening. What there. does that mean to the person who hasn't been perhaps following the story as closely as we have? So when asked in an ill-advised interview, uh, Prince Nasty, mm. Prince Andrew, uh, essentially said there's no way he could have had sex with Virginia uh, Roberts, who was underage at the time, because he was at a birthday party at Pizza Express with his daughter. He was able to pick that very day in history to recall that he he could not have been at the uh, the nightclub uh, tramp uh, dancing with Virginia Roberts and then going back to the home where he had relations with her because he was busy at a birthday party at Pizza Express. Am I on? Yeah, no, you're like spot on. Thanks. As the British would say, spoton. Spoton. So, live from the UK, world exclusive, everything you just said. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop. Well, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. It's probably a duck. It's probably Prince Andrew doing nasty things. It's a nasty duck. Yeah. So basically, they go through this this investigation that, again, this event, uh, the Pizza Express experience, goes all the way back to 2001. Mm -hmm. And they kind of lay out all the evidence in a very chronological way. Um, they find testimony from Princess Beatrice, who says she had absolutely no recollection of the Pizza Express birthday party Mm. that her father claimed to have attended. But then they also say, like, well, but, like, that's not surprising necessarily. Um, The family who hosted the party confirmed that Beatrice came to the party, but can't really recall what happened and whether or not Prince Nasty dropped her off or was there. So, like, there's just a lot of people who are like, yeah, we weren't really... you'd remember if there was a prince at your kid's birthday party at pizza express (laughs) it is am i wrong also can you please open this article that i've linked to and scroll down um to the pizza express oh yeah it doesn't look anything like what i thought pizza express looked like it's It's so british yeah it's like (laughs) ye old pizza express Express. with two with an e at the end expressy it's not but you know like fancy right like you just have to add vowels because that's what the british do because they're so fancy but pizza express is like pizza hut with a buffet yeah but in in the uk it so that's what i was thinking it was like pizza ranch right Mm -hmm. um but this is just like you know looks like a manor house or Mm -hmm. like well not a manor house but like a pub yes uh an old british pub anyway um (laughs) so then they look at the family diary which is sort of an accounting of like what you know the calendar they would call it a diary right but like the the what were we using in 2001 um like the planners remember those dumb planners we all use franklin planners franklin covey yeah right so they so fancy what a successory (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh god i used to love that every when i worked for target corporate we used to get one every year they would give us new inserts did you have to take the classes and everything oh yeah did you keep all your inserts classes oh yeah you had to take classes for the franklin planner yeah to show you how to maximize Mm -hmm. your yeah. Oh God. That and then, and then, nightmares. like at the end of the year, you'd have like a, a they'd give you a special. You'd get a special binder just for that last year, so you can go back and reflect, like a diary on your year. 
Does anybody use that thing anymore? Okay, anyway. You know that Barb does. Like, there's oh, a yeah. Barb. Oh, yeah. I see you, Barb. Or, uh, I mean, it worked. Yeah. Look. Anyway, so they went why, back to why, the, fa- the... Why stop if it doesn't... If it works. Sorry, the family ahead. Franklin Covey and found that the Duke of York, that is Prince Nasty, had booked a home manicure on the afternoon. He was supposed to have dropped Beatrice off, meaning maybe he wasn't. Mm, and he wanted his nails to look nice for his... And they Big actually, night out at Tramp. And I'm not kidding you. The Daily Mail shows you a close-up of his nails. Stop it. I love this. So that you can see what his nails actually look like. But at the, on the one hand, they poke holes in the theory um, that Prince Nasty dropped his daughter off at Pizza Express. Which means that um, his alibi, you know... There, that his alibi is compromised, right? So right. on the one hand, Prince Nasty is lying. Right. Allegedly. Right. On the other hand, they also say that Virginia Roberts is um, to be not trusted because her description of where they had the sex, because I didn't know this, but allegedly they, she says that they went back to the place where he was staying, which was Ghislaine Maxwell's like shack pad mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, shack up pad. Like where she was just like crash crash pad. Is that what yeah. they call it? Yeah. Shack crash pad. pad. Not shack up. <laughs> anyway, um she the what she described, they found the layout to this apartment. Which I love. I'm can I just like cheers to yes. whomever at the Daily Mail yes. has been occupied with this expose because this is fantastic. So they show the layout of uh, her London Muse house house, which by the way, this year uh, Mark 2020 is the year I learned about muses. Did you know what a muse is? No. And I didn't learn it from this story, but I've watched another British show that somehow talked about muse. That It's these like city houses behind really, really big. It's kind of like our equivalent would be a carriage house. Sure, okay. Right? So she was staying in this, quote, muse house. And the moral of the story is the tub was not big enough for Prince Nasty and Virginia Roberts to canoodle in. And that was part of Virginia Roberts' story, was that they canoodled in the bathtub. And the Daily Mail measured the thing at 5 foot 6 inches by 2 foot 4 inches and was like, yeah, two people couldn't have been shoved into that bathtub, so therefore she's lying. Or her story is suspect. So this is what I love about the Daily Mail, is because they are doing the dirt, they are measuring the tub... And trying to indicate whether or not, you know, p- these people's stories. Will it change hearts and minds? I don't know. I feel but- like when <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because, I mean, like, maybe they couldn't fit in the bathtub missionary style. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like. That no, I'm not convinced. So please do me a favor too and look at the layout of the bedroom. Yeah. Do you see that they actually show you where in her uh Ghislaine Maxwell's London carriage house, muse house, whatever, um, you can see where they took that Yeah, the picture. That photo. Yes. And they actually have it laid out. So you could so now for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's this sort of icon now iconic or infamous photo of Virginia Roberts being held at the waist by Prince Andrew as Ghislaine Maxwell sets uh against or she's sort of like resting against the door jam and and they're all smiling for the camera at the stairwell right at the top of the stairs. And so the Daily Mail has gone so far as to lay that out 
um, to show you where in that space they were alleged to have hooked up in the tub and then where that photo took place. I just love the level of detail. Oh, me too. But I also, I mean, it does sort of also paint this awkward picture of like, why were they outside a bedroom Mm -hmm. to take a picture? And why was Ghislaine Maxwell there too? Well, I don't again, know. I just have so many questions. Again, it's because she lived there, and uh, according to you know at least one source, that's where they spent the night. That's where totally. Virginia Roberts and Prince Andrew spent the night. So I just it, have this whole like for me, it's like the like when we've had people over to our house uh, and we've taken pictures. I don't usually bring them upstairs to the bedroom and say, "Hey, pose for a picture here." There's just. It's, it is weird. It's just a weird. And the also, whole thing like, is why? Strange. Like, let's take a photo. Why do you need? And also, I. It, it's one reason I tend to believe that Prince Andrew is lying about a lot. Oh yes. Um, I do think that it's important to. In these types of stories, it's always very easy to sort of run with whatever Virginia Roberts says, and sort of like that's the story because. We know that Prince Andrew has a reason, he has a motive, he has, uh, you know, a history of being mum on certain things that would be helpful if he was honest about. Mm -hmm. Like, there are reasons to mistrust Prince Andrew, but I think that we also need to sort of, until there's proof, right, like, at least be skeptical of Virginia Roberts and do the due diligence, which is one thing I do actually appreciate in this case about the Daily Mail, because they're like, well, in... Gillian Maxwell's testimony, she said that the tub was too small. Nobody could have ever gotten up to any nonsense in that tub because it's too small. So the Daily Mail goes back and is like, oh, well, sure enough, it's only five feet by two feet. So it would be hard to see two people like getting it on. Now, to be fair, again, like that's just what was said was right. that they got it on in the tub. Right. Maybe they got it on in the shower. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, what does getting it on mean? Maybe right. he was in the shower and she wasn't. But at least somebody's doing, you know, the, the math work. so that we can at least get more detail out of this particular story. I do just want to say this is a very long article and I would like to enjoy all of it at some point. It's, I will say it's going to be a little bit sad because a lot of it is just a retelling of everything we've already Ugh. heard. I was furiously scanning this when I first came across it for all the details because it sounds rather you know, blockbuster. But what it truly does, I think, is just say that there there are reasons why it is possible that Prince Andrew, um, like, it's plausible that he, that his account is true. Yeah. Like, that is possible. Yeah. Because that stuff was happening on that day. Yes. And, like, I think if you get, if you get so focused on, like, Pizza Express, you're missing the message. Like, what if Virginia Roberts got the day wrong? This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Right. True. That she, I mean, she probably didn't because if you believe her account and you are a victim of sexual assault, you're probably more likely to remember details, certain mm-hmm. details very distinctly mm-hmm. um, and then forget other things. But, but even if all of those stories you can poke holes in, that's interesting, but that doesn't mean that something that shouldn't have happened between them didn't actually happen. Also, you know, it is possible that the Pizza Express hour was a little bit earlier in the evening. Uh, I don't know that. Pe- dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood with the dirt alert. Hey, Halls. Hey. hey. Uh, let's start with a vintage share story. Yeah. That's making headlines today. So in a new interview with The Guardian, Cher claims that a man tried to kill her back in 1982. What? Yeah, so this all happened when Cher was starring on Broadway in the play Come Back to the Five and Dime, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. And she says there was a man waiting for her at the stage door. Shearer says, I thought he was going to shake my hand, and he grabbed my arm and put it behind my back. He started pushing me down the alleyway, and he said, if you make a sound, I'll kill you. Now, two fans, who later became friends of Cher, saw something was wrong, and they started screaming and ran toward Cher, and then the guy ran away. How did we never hear this story? Did she just decide not to share it or something? Cher. Hey, I suppose so. Uh, I've never heard this story. Yeah. And she's talking about it in this new interview. That is wild. Yeah, totally. So there's your vintage share story for the day. Another vintage story has to do with Miley Cyrus celebrating the 10 year anniversary of her bong video. Okay. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen the bong video. I mean, well, she What's the bong video? <laughs> she reshared the footage on her Instagram account, Colleen, yesterday. So if you're in luck and you've never seen it. So this is a video that came out 10 years ago, and it's simply just Miley Cyrus smoking from a bong and saying dumb things oh, and hanging out with her friends. We talked about this for sure. Way back in the day. On the air. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, I think this... I, I love that you remember this, and I <laughs> no. No, this is so backwards, but go on. Well, remember because she said it was salvia, which is different from <gasps> marijuana. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, guys, it's not really marijuana. Yeah. So. And I want to say that this video 10 years ago resulted in Miley Cyrus losing a, a gig, possibly in the movie Hotel Transylvania, which is a family-friendly animated feature film. And so she just wanted to remind everyone that it's been 10 years. Congratulations. Um, Look how far we've come. Thanks really. for reminding us, Miley. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, staying it on feels s- like it was really important to her. <laughs> yeah, I feel like perhaps it was. Uh, something else that's important to everyone right now is Dionne Warwick on Twitter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Saturday Night Live decided to do a skit. About Dion Warwick, the Dion Warwick talk show. Now, Colleen, you're a weekly viewer of Saturday Night Live. I mm-hmm. know you were watching it this weekend because Bruce Springsteen was on it. Yes. Did you watch this skit? No. <laughs> the truth is the following. Yeah, you fell asleep. I fell asleep at nine o'clock because I'm 312 years old. And then I only watched uh, the box. Bruce. That's mm-hmm. all I did. Well, she loves Bruce is loose. <laughs> 
Bruce is loose. Well, uh, Dionne Warwick watched the skit about herself and she loved it. She said it was a hilarious birthday gift. Thank you. And she said this young lady's impression of me was very good. So the thing about Dionne Warwick is I learned something about her this weekend. And do you know how I learned about her or, or something about her? How? Because I watched and I forgot to tell you this when we were talking about things we watched this weekend off the air. Uh, HBO Max has a new Bee Gees documentary. Yes, I watched that. It is so good. Is like, it? I am not a huge Bee Gees fan, but turns out I know way more about the Bee Gees than I thought I did. And one of the things I didn't know about the Bee Gees, um, they wrote music for Dionne Warwick Ooh. and some really great music they wrote after sort of the end of their disco fiasco at um in the early 80s like they decided to go on and write for some like just music i didn't realize they wrote and one of the things they wrote was for dion warwick so anyway that's kind of awesome yeah yeah they also wrote music for barbara streisand Mm -hmm. celine dion Mm -hmm. uh diana ross yep so all the the great wonderful divas of the 1980s if you probably go back and look at their discography they probably had a song written by the gibb brothers that's kind of awesome yeah well that documentary is really good but yeah it is streaming on HBO Max right now, and it will give you insight into the Bee Gees in a way that you're like, oh, okay, well, this is really interesting. I didn't realize they were so young when Saturday Night Live came out because of all that chest hair. I thought they were like 40 years old. Mm. Yeah. Turns out not the case. How old were they? Like in their late 20s, huh. early 30s. Well, thank you. I learned a little something today too See? as well. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Holly, for that dirt alert. Hey, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Holly? Colleen. Well, you know, I'll just ask Holly who's on the phone today, Halls. It's Amber. We've got Amber on the line, and what is Amber playing for? Amber is playing for this. A My Talk 1071 mystery prize. All right, Amber, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes, yes, I am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who plays Batman in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies? Oh, he's so crazy. Um, he says Batman. Um, Christian Bale. Jack White and Meg White performed together in what rock band? The White Stripes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis are investors in what 90s restaurant chain? Planet Hollywood. Mariska Hargitay stars in what Law & Order franchise? SVU. The Drew Carey Show takes place in? California? No. Perfect. Oh, so close. Oh, my gosh. I was pre-celebrating. And I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, but you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay, let's answer that question she did not get correct. Um, The Drew Carey Show takes place in? Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland. 
Uh, And now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly brings for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Side note, connected to Drew Carey, the host of the Price is Right television show. On Pluto TV, the app, there is a Mm. whole Price is Right channel featuring vintage Bob Barker episodes from back in the day. Come on down. Get a creepy wet kiss. Highly recommend it. It's fascinating. What's also fascinating are blind items. Mm -hmm. Here's our first one, which is confirmed. Listen carefully. This celebrity slash talk show host is A-list. The crazy thing, despite being on TV five days a week, she still has more thirst and is paying several online websites to feature her on a nearly daily basis and to have some of those posts permanently embedded on the front page of their sites. This is not Ellen or Wendy Williams. I'm going to mean. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's either Kelly Ripper or Kelly Clarkson. Which one would you like to select? Uh, Let's go with Ripper. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels ripa. Yeah. I would like you, while I fill in the blank, to play the home game yeah. and type in theblast.com. Oh. So, Kelly Ripa, <laughs> despite being on TV five days a week and despite being A list, is still thirsty and is paying several online websites to feature her on a nearly daily basis and to have some of those posts permanently embedded on the front page of their sites. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Kelly Ripa, sandwiched between two hunks, daddy's home. <laughs> And then just scroll down just a little bit. Kelly Ripa's daughter Lola in the studio for late night music session. Also, Kelly Ripa gets it on with her chiseled shirtless husband. All righty. What's interesting is that I then wonder if the other women that are uh, displayed on the site are also paying to play. Like Iggy Azalea is a tongue flicking tyrant in groovy bedtime snap. Yeah, because the people you keep seeing the same three or four women. And a lot of times it's Iggy Azalea. It's Kelly Ripa. Mm -hmm. um, Who were we always talking about that we didn't know? Um, Hang on. I got to find her because there's Nastia Lukanen. Yeah, her for sure. Yeah. And then there's that... um, there's that like Instagram person. Oh, oh what's yeah, that what name? was summer, summer, summer rain. Rain. Yeah. No. Well, is it summer, summer rain? Isn't it though? No, but it's also Jamie Lynn Spears. Mm-hmm. She summer was like the Ray. original Summer Ray. Interesting. So that's that is interesting. Well, I feel like we've unlocked a secret here. Well, and I, it, the same is true for the Daily Mail. Oh yeah, that she's on the front page of the Daily Mail like every day. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Next. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. The $10,000 a month rent thing demanded by the illiterate one and her husband didn't go over well. It got to the point where the family war was going to spill out in the open. So the newlyweds were forced to move out or have their family secrets exposed. Meghan Markle? Um, move out? You mean from like Frogmore Cottage? Yeah, but who was living there? Oh, uh, Beatrice. 
Oh. Interesting. Okay. Wait a minute. They moved out of Frogmore? Well, they said that. Yeah. yeah. Read the thing. Oh, I didn't pay All right. Well, to this. it's either Eugenie or Beatrice. I forget which one. Please Google that while I read you this. So the $10,000 a month rent thing demanded by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, because they're technically still like that's their UK residence. According to NT Lawyer, Meghan and Harry were char- wanted to charge $10,000 a month in rent. For the cousins to live in Frogmore Cottage. Well, it got to the point where that family war was going to spill out in the open. So they were forced to move out or have their family secrets exposed. Interesting. It was Princess Eugenie. And the the headline for Marie Claire a day ago is Princess Eugenie reportedly moved out of Frogmore Cottage after just six weeks. It's a bummer. Interesting. Yeah. So awkward. So it was like, okay. As we mentioned at the beginning of this very program, Prince Andrew, Eugenie's dad, uh, there's a lot of drama going on over there. Mm -hmm. Gosh, you guys, I don't spend enough time on the Daily Mail. I'm sorry. I just saw like another. Because you like yourself? uh, Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Like, I want to dig a little bit more into this headline. Meghan Markle is investing in the California wellness company that makes $28 instant oat milk lattes, which she gifted to Oprah for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Tell me more about that. Well, it's it's dust. So it's like an instant, because I uh, looked into this a little bit. I was like, I'm curious that it's a $30 bag of dust. But essentially, it's like instant mm, health drink. You add water, you blend it up, get it nice and frothy, and it has such things as mushroom, turmeric, etc. Dust. Healthy dust. dust. It's healthy dust. Just add water. All right. All right. Moving on. Now, this is an old Hollywood blind item, and there are some words in this. So listen carefully to the following blind item. The new biopic being made about a permanent A-plus-list old Hollywood duo was going to whitewash the good stuff. The couple were never lovers in real life, just good friends. Sounds like a bad fan fiction. I wonder if this will cover his bisexuality and his relationship with his longtime choreographer, his gold-digging second wife who rewrote his will so the kids could get no inheritance money, her pre-fame years where her stage mother from heck pimped her out to older producers so she could land parts on Broadway, her back alley uh, situation, her relationship with a rich, illiterate, industrialist producer, the founder of the Mouse House, the illiterate Howard permanent. Hughes, per- by the way. Sorry, I have to take notes. <laughs> Songwriter, her alcoholism, which she cloaked with her Christian Science beliefs. Oof. So there's a lot. Is this Fred and Ginger? Yeah. Ding ding. Ding ding. To the dawn. Yes. So if you think, children, that there was never any kind of scandal in old Hollywood. Lest you forget, you know, it's the thing about it. The thing about like scandals in old Hollywood is that they were far easier to cover up. Oh, uh, sure. Well, I mean, and I'm not saying it was easy, right? Because we know about some scandals. But these days with like the 24 hour news cycle and a million different ways for news to get out. It's a lot harder to cover up some of the scandals. Well, what would be? But in- they still do it expertly. Yeah. You know, and what would be interesting is that. You know, if we could get perhaps a real story of the complex nature of these people's relationship to their work in Hollywood. Yes. Well, the problem is people have such an idea of who they think these people are. And it's that's tied very little to the actual reality. So it'll be interesting to see. I didn't know about this picture, by the way, but Jamie Bell and Margaret Qualley. That's the headline to star in Fred and Ginger for Amazon. Um, It'll be interesting to see what they do share. 
Yeah. That was actual reality. Right. Interesting. Right. So we'll have to wait and see. When is this coming out? I have no idea. Okay, it was just announced wait. Friday afternoon, that piece of news that Bradley just read. Okay. Okay. So it's probably like not even in production yet. Probably not. It just so. says that they've set uh, these two to star in a new feature film. That's all it says. Okay, well, I will look forward to that. Um, that, and interesting, like, it sounds like they're going to paint the picture that the two of them were in a relationship. Hmm. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have a little Chonus bonus, and I have a little Nanana Boo Boo. Oh. So, uh, what is Chonus, Bradley? That's a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Publationship. What's a publationship? It's a relationship for publicity. And so then who is Jonas? Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. I came across a headline uh, that stopped me in my tracks. And I'm going to tell you what it is when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we love a publationship. What is a publationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity. And uh, what it's a is a way for celebrities to get attention. It's true. And what is a Chonus? Uh, Chonus, by now, you listeners should know Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. And whenever we talk about them, we have a little Chonus bonus. It's time for a Chonus bonus. Or when we abbreviate it off the air, it's Chobo. Chobo. So. Uh, here's your Chobo for the really day. It sounds really horrible because it sounds vaguely like Chomo, which is not good. Not good. <laughs> I was thinking Mopo, like Mori Po. Oh, okay, that's better. Yeah, than I love Mopo or Mapo Dofu. Mm. So, okay, here's the here's the headline about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, Chonus, if you will. And I want you to have your BS meter out. And oh, I on. always keep my BS meter out. Okay, good. Here's the headline. Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are reportedly planning to start a family, quote, in the near future. Um, and then the article. Oh, sorry. That was my BS meter. It just went off. <laughs> Woo, it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. OK, so um, let me just read. I, it's so it's so tempting to just read you word for word the whole story. I'm not going to do the whole thing, but I'm going to give you some key parts, okay? Okay. So Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, and this actually comes from Elle magazine, but it's being published in Yahoo Life. Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. I just get a little worked up. Okay. 
<laughs> Just throw some stuff around. Uh, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra have been married for more than two years now. Uh, and they have their set, sights set on starting a family soon. The two have, quote, been talking about having children in the near future, a source told Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. Mm-hmm. The couple has always wanted kids. <laughs> okay. Um, then... Remember that in 2019 in September, Priyanka Chopra told Entertainment Tonight, it's a real good show. She said that she wanted, quote, as many babies as God would give us. And uh, Elle reports that after another year in marriage and much of that spent together in quarantine, it seems that the couple might be thinking more seriously about adding some more members to their team. Yeah. Is that meter? Is it still working? Thank you. Okay, I just was, I mean, first, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like 10 paragraphs about how they maybe might possibly consider maybe having babies at some yeah, point. which this has been uh, repeated more than once. This is not the first time we've heard whiffs of this, like, because this is the thing you must do. Again, to just be clear, to Cliff's note this uh, for for the, the new listener, you know, this is a normal conversation that people have after someone gets married. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's, a, you know, a punchline because people ask way more than they should. Like, what are your plans? Like, as if you're a, a couple's family planning uh, is anybody's business. But that's right. like a common question, right? Mm-hmm. In a normal, like, relationship experience, like your world. But this is celebrity we're talking about. Right. And people don't just have conversations for the hell of it when they're celebrities, even less so when they're in a celebrity relationship, a.k.a. publicationship, meaning there is always a purpose for why people bring up this conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, well, it's to drive headlines and get conversation going and and have people pay attention to the relationship, a.k.a. publicationship, in a way that they wouldn't normally. So, like, it's just, but it's also lazy, right? Because it's just so predictable. It's like, well, they've been married, so now we must contemplate what kind of family. Although, notice that that conversation is actually about nothing. Because in none of what you just told me, is there any actual plans none. illustrated? None whatsoever. However, I will say I do think it is indicative of some sort of plan coming directly from Priyanka Chopra herself. Because as I indicated last week, I think she's getting a little antsy. Yeah. And jealous, mm-hmm. not because Sophie and Joe, so Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas's brother, and his wife, Sophie Turner, mm-hmm. they had a little baby. Her name is Willa, uh, not so long ago. And I started to sense, we started to sense, I should say, a, like a, a little, um, little, we're getting like little whiffs of Chonus where we weren't smelling them for a while. Whiff of Chonus. And and I believe that the reason why is because every single day, and you can check on the Daily Mail, there is a headline that is something like this. And this is today's headline. Sophie Turner shows off street style in fleece-lined coat as she and Joe Jonas take baby Willow out for a stroll. So every single day on the Daily Mail, there's a new story about Sophie and Joe going out for a walk with their baby in the baby buggy and what she wore 
while yeah. they took this walk. So they're getting headlines in a way that Priyanka and Nick are not. And right. so you're you're implying then that perhaps they're seeding tabloids with this uh, line of, of tabloidery yes. because she's feeling somewhat left out yes. or um, thirsty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is totally on, on par yes. with what we would expect from the Chonis publicationship. Right. So here we are now with headlines about, uh, about Priyanka Chopra, uh, possibly like considering maybe talking about putting it on their calendar to have a conversation about the possibility of maybe having a baby. See, this is how you know that they're not actually doing that because when they actually are ready to, if and when that ever happens, like I, I tend to think it's not going to happen, but when, and if it does happen, it's certainly not on the radar now because we would know it because there would be this huge cavalcade of stories about it. Right. You know, and the stories wouldn't be about like, maybe we're going to have uh, hopefully, or we'll probably have kids someday. It will be like baby bump alerts. It will be like, um, shopping for babies. I like, there will be a full, if we are to look at the history of their publicationship mm-hmm. as a guide to the future, there will be clear spawn sponsored content opportunities ready to go as we begin the family planning process okay, in team Jonas world. You bring up a really interesting point because I was sort of, there are two ways that that experience can go. Okay. She can either go, they can, I will say they, they can either go the straight up attention route or the spawn con route, yeah. but they can't do both. And the, what I'm saying is she could do what Sophie Turner did and never confirm the pregnancy and just ha- like ride the speculation and get headlines that way. Mm-hmm. Or she can say, yeah, I'm pregnant the second she pees on a stick and then line up the spawn con. Yeah. So it's going to go one of either either of those ways. And I don't know which. I, I think it's going to be very I mean, like, I, I don't know why it would be any different than the wedding that experience where there will be a fully curated advertised journey. Yeah. Interesting. I, I mean, who knows? But. When it's not now. It is ain't now. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the best thing you've watched in 2020? 651-641-1071. What is the best thing you've watched in the year 2020? We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.